Welcome to Light Treason News, everyone. Pop culture, politics, and a sprinkle of treason. I'm joined today by Eric. Eric. Eric oh, Eric. how's it going? Me. Uh, it's good. I uh, it, I feel like I've time traveled into spring. Yeah, and you know what the fucked up thing is? It's very warm today here in New York City, but you can't even be happy about it. Yeah, because it's, it's like, oh, the world's ending. Right. Climate change is going to kill us all. Mm-hmm. It's 60 degrees today. Yeah. And as of this recording, it is January 11th. It's not January 11th for you guys, or it might be actually, because I put it out same day. Yeah. Just check your own damn calendars. <laughs> I can't be uh, in charge of your life Look, and my life. Look, if you're okay? in another country and it's already passed the dateline, we don't care. We don't care. It's not It's not our problem. It's 60 degrees. We don't care about anything. Uh, it's funny, though, because it's like a weird, like, uh, I, I realized as I was walking over here, like, there's a funny, like, uh, maybe it's just like a grumpy New Yorker thing where it's just like, it's been so cold and you complain about being cold and then it gets warm. You're like, well, I already have my winter clothes. Thanks so a lot. Fo- so thanks for nothing, warm We're, weather. We will always find a reason to be mad. Mm-hmm, yeah. Don't you worry. Yeah. No matter how much you try to make us happy, mm-hmm. no matter how convenient you make life for us, we will be unhappy. It's like, I bought this winter coat. Now you're telling me I can't wear it? Okay. What's that all great. about? Great. And then if it snowed, God forbid, <laughs> we would be like, well, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm doing, so I was out very late last night because mm. I was at a show. Nice. And I'm doing Dry January. Ooh, brave. So, <laughs> and I have like so many shows this month and people always want to hang out after the show. Mm-hmm. So I've been spending a lot of time in bars sober, mm-hmm. which is a very interesting experience. Yeah. Sort of how I get through it is I'm like, I will be here an hour uh-huh. and then I will leave mm-hmm. and I will say hello to everyone and then I will go. Starting to understand why I don't hang out as yeah. much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fully, fully. <laughs> Although I realized my loophole is I'm almost like, oh, I could smoke a lot of weed. Right. So I like saw some people last night and I was like, can we get together and smoke some weed? And they were like, yeah, we Just can. Just smoke so much until you're basically <laughs> drunk. drunk. Yeah. I feel drunk. Yeah. Uh, so Do people act weird when you tell them you're not drinking? Yeah, they like they don't really know how to respond because I think they're always like, "Oh, are you are you okay?" <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Are you in the program? <laughs> uh, I just I just want to reset. Yeah, it's funny, like, because I've never really I've never drank. I mean, I've, I ha- I drank once, mm-hmm. so I've never like people don't have that association with me. But even still, it's like if I ever go out with like new people or something, and they're like, "Oh, do you want something?" I'm like, "Oh, no, I don't drink." They're like, "Oh, what? What?" I'm like, wh- "What do you mean you don't like today?" He's <laughs> like, it's just, is it like a thing? It's just like, it's when, like, no, when does it end? When are you like, stopping? I don't that? drink. You're like, what do you mean you don't, you don't drink? It's just like, yeah, it's like boggles people's minds. I know you told me this, but I forget. The one time you drank, was it like a bad experience, or were you just like, this is not for it me? It wasn't bad. It was just like, oh, uh, this is silly. Yeah. It was just like nothing. There was like nothing like really. It was. You it didn't was, enjoy it. Yeah. It was just like it was not positive. It wasn't like super negative. It was just yeah. like, yeah, this is like kind of lame. Sure. I, I just wasn't into it. For sure. I get that. Um. So today it's like unusually nice weather Mm -hmm. and it just worked out that I happened to match with a guy on Hinge and he is sober. Um, I mean, not entirely. He smokes weed, but he was like, do you want to get coffee? And I was like, fuck yeah. So I'm going on my first ever coffee date. Nice. Never done it before. Really? I always wanted to. That actually was weirdly. That was one of my 2020 goals Mm -hmm. because I hate how. There's an automatic obligation if you go on a date that it's like, we will go to a bar and I will spend money on drinks. Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes the guy pays. Sometimes he doesn't. It's fine. It doesn't matter. But I just like was sort of like that routine was really wearing on me. And I was like, I hate how I have to like devote my entire night. And like, what if the date's bad? And I was like, you know, I'd really like to start going on those like hour long coffee dates in like the afternoon and just knock them out. Mm -hmm. Like... We either click or we don't, and then, like, we can make future plans depending on how it goes. Yeah, that's cool. But also, having spent a lifetime going on booze dates mm-hmm. or, like, bar dates, it's a weird adjustment. <laughs> Are you scared? Like, you're just, like, uh, like going to sit down and be like, uh... Fuck. Uh, but then you I don't ha- know what to talk about. <laughs> like, well, no, not that no. I don't know what to talk about, because, like, my entire career has been, like, having right. to interview people and that's basically a date 
Right, right. So like I find it very easy to go on dates. Yeah. But it it's just it's a change in your routine. Yeah, it's you know. It's yeah, because I think a lot of dating is like uh, not not to get all woo woo about it, but yeah. like the vibe. Exactly. And so it's like it's different. It's a different vibe, and so it may not even feel like a date. Does right. That make like sense? you're like hanging with a friend. Yeah. yeah but yeah, also yeah. maybe that's good. Like I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was talking about the difference. She goes on a lot of coffee dates, mm-hmm. and she was like, "No, you want to go on a coffee date because if you go to a bar with a dude, you have two drinks. Anyone seems interesting." Right. And you can't really determine if you like them or not. She's right. like, you go on a coffee date, you figure out real fast, do I like you or not? Plus, I, I feel, I, I, I don't know. I imagine there's a lot of uh, added uh, risk assessment going to a bar, getting drunk with a stranger. Yes. <laughs> Although, so. still, same deal. I, like, sent dudes picture to all my friends, right. all of his details. We right. have, like, a group text where mm-hmm. it's like, if any of us go on a date, we send all of the information. Yeah, yeah. Those of us who date men. The people on the text who are women and date women never have to send information. <laughs> but anytime, I'm like, maybe this one's a predator. I don't know. Here's all of his deets. If I don't contact you by the end of the right. night, I am dead. Mm-hmm. And tell the authorities. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. got it, got it, got it. Yep. Um, yeah, it's fun being a lady <laughs> who dates men. Uh, so Any, Anytime someone tells me they're going to a coffee date, I just because I have a broken, pretentious brain, I can't help but thinking about the scene in Goodwill Hunting. Uh-huh. When uh, Mini Driver asks out, ma- asks him out for the first time, mm-hmm. she's like, "We should grab coffee," and he like is like a pedantic asshole, and is like, "Well, we should just eat a bunch of caramels because it's the same thing." What? What? <laughs> he's like, the, he's like, the coffee doesn't serve any sort of purpose other than give us an excuse to hang out, so we could do literally anything. Shut up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> asshole yeah uh yeah so but another great thing i won't say the name of the coffee place because i don't know want you people to know where i live you bunch of freaks but uh it's like a five minute walk from here nice so i five minute walk to a coffee date i think i know what you're talking about yeah it's a nice place it is a really nice place that's why i chose it it was like lots of seating it's It's huge it's huge uh so that's what i'm doing today why did i start to talk about that oh because it's really nice out yes so I was like, ooh, I'll walk outside mm. in the 60-degree weather. Yeah, I walked out. You know how, like, uh, I walked out and I had, like, like uh, I don't know. Do you get, like, like, like uh, sensory-stimulated, like, flashbacks or, like, nostalgia? Sure. Like, I walked out and it was just, like, it was, like, spring weather. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I just had, all, just, like, had these very, like, weird flashbacks to, like, a couple of years ago. Or just like old jobs and stuff like yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah. Just like this, you get that weird like sense perception of like things that you Definitely. associate with that kind of weather. Yeah, I have that with fall a lot when yeah. it's it like first becomes like crisp out. The cool air. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So, guys, I apologize if my voice sounds weird. I have a cold. So just I just had a cold. Everyone's so sick. Also, sorry about mine. You sound fine. I sound head coldy. I was yeah. It was it was. I had like one really bad day, and then there was just like four days of like I think I'm getting better, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. And I also hate the because uh, I especially if you work like in a in a like an office setting or just around a bunch of people, the like the weird phase of a cold where you're like. You have to explain to people like, no, no, I feel fine. It's just stuff is coming out of my face. Yes, yeah. Like I, pro- I feel great. <laughs> I'm fine. Can I tell you my biggest pet peeve now? And I also know I've been this person, but the person who like freaks out when you're sick and they're oh like, don't get me sick. Oh my don't God. Don't get me sick. And it's just like, bitch, like, you're going to get fucking sick. Fucking relax. <laughs> you live in New York City. You live in New York City. Like, you're surrounded like by germs. Like, the people that are like, don't touch the pole on the subway. It's like, you're oh on the subway. Oh my God. You're, uh, you're breathing this air. <laughs> there are like 400 trapped, people on the subway. You're trapped in you. an airtight tube with all of these germs like you're gonna get them it happens every winter there's always one person who's like don't come around me if you have a cold it's like you're gonna get sick oh my god faith and i last night we have like a little a little weekly date night because we're insufferable Mm -hmm. uh and we went we went to dinner and then we went to i don't know if you've ever been there's a little bookstore across the street from under st mark's theater I know what you're talking about. I've never been inside. It's open very late, which oh, is nice. Oh, weird. Okay. It's open until at least, I think, midnight or so. Whoa, that's it, cool. I think it closes right around the time that we usually end our show. But like, it's at least open until like, midnight. So mm-hmm. it's open very late, which is nice, because most bookstores are closed very early. Right. So we went there, and there was this woman. I think she was a friend of the guy that was working there, but she was like hanging out at the counter and just talking to him the whole night. Sure. Extremely loudly. Cool. You could hear her in every corner of the store. Great. It's sm- granted, it's a small store, mm-hmm. but still... She was very loud. And the first thing I hear when I her walk in 
is this guy, this very pleasant man that works there, just saying that he had gotten his flu shot. Or that he, he was saying that he got a cold. He was yeah. like, he was like, I think I'm coming down with a cold or something. And this lady just starts going off about like, oh, I thought you got your flu shot. I thought you got your flu shot. Oh he was God. like, yeah, yeah, I got my flu shot. She's like, oh, it's supposed to cure everything. He's like, no, that's not true. No, it's just it's just for the flu. It's called the flu shot. It's just for the flu. Yeah. She's like, oh, they tell you it's supposed to cure everything. You're never going to get sick again. No, no one says that. <laughs> She's no like, one says that about flu shots. <laughs> also, apparently the flu going around New York right now is not covered by the flu shot because right. every year they basically have to gamble and yeah because it's constantly mutating and stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah um and then that lady uh <laughs> like went she was she was basically like i bet she, she has six kids and she doesn't vex any of them she was like yeah you, you shouldn't take the flu shot um you should just like eat and then she like she's like do you eat kale mm-hmm. that will cure but your then, cold hilariously enough she was asking about vitamin c she was like you get enough vitamin c he was like I mean, I ate a bunch of like fruit with vitamin C. She really like, does nothing. But she, but then she was like, "No, but you got to take the tablet form." I was like, "Bitch, pick a lane, bitch. That's a placebo." <laughs> uh. And then, uh, and then, like, and then, like, a couple minutes later, that was weird enough. That's like you can imagine, like, okay, it's a, it's like a used bookstore in the in the East Village. She's probably a super lefty, like, mm-hmm. organic, crunchy lady. And then, like. It, she just turned on a dime and immediately started talking about how ending bail uh, is a terrible idea and that Mayor de Blasio <laughs> should be assaulted like, by a criminal. That in the time you were there, she became more and more <laughs> conservative and then she was Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. She was like, she immediately just turned on a dime and was like, uh, it's horrible that they're ending bail and uh, Mayor de Blasio should be assaulted by a criminal. That seems reasonable. Um, and. Then I left to go get cash and came back, and she was just talking about. She was holding about, a rally. She was talking about how you can never trust a sex worker. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And how they're awful. What is this woman's life? I like, have no clue. Happened? I was like trying to figure out the whole time, like, what is what happening? What is your deal? <laughs> so we are in the recommendations Ooh. section. I literally, in my notes, wrote Golden Globes. Who cares? Uh, I didn't know if we wanted to talk about that, but before we get to any recommendations, I wanted to get to your Patreon questions. Let's do it. I do have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny, and if you are a $5 a member, uh, $5 a month member or higher over there, you get to send questions that I will answer on Light Trees and News. Guys, all of this is so hard because Penny's in my lap. Looking very regal, I should She's say. She's very cute. She's just propped up, just... So actually, I think we have two recommendations. Ooh. So Mark wrote in, book recommendations. We love a book recommendation. The three, soon four books by Effie Calvin. These are very gay. The first is about two princess disasters getting married. Um, what an interesting description. <laughs> two princess disasters getting married. Okay. Um, Valhalla by Ari Bach. Trigger warning, there's some medical body horror stuff in it. Okay. It's like medical procedures, but how it describes what happened just gave me shivers. I'm pretty sure the protagonist is a sociopath, but the book is about a group of vigilante uh, mercs who take out violent gangs in a in an attempt to keep the world in balance. They're called the Hall of the Slain. Ooh. Okay, interesting. Now, this last one, I read the first book, A Discovery of Witches by Deborah Harkness. Mm-hmm. There's a few books to the series, but since this first book is a TV series now, I definitely recommend reading it. It's about how vampires, witches, and demons are real, trying to live life normally, but the community is starting to butt heads with itself, and bad things are about to happen that might throw everything into chaos. The protagonist is a witch who tries to reject her powers, and she falls for a vampire. I mean, eventually, but she totally wants to bone the vampire the whole time, even if she's lying to it herself about it. Um, Yeah, I read the first book. It was really well-written. It's like a well-written young adult book. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you read The Hunger Games, and you're like, this isn't written well. This is not really good writing. It's like an interesting story, but it's not like written well. Yeah, the story's good. The writing's not great. Discovery of Witches is legitimately written well. Oh, nice. Um, And I read the first book, and I was like, I literally thought it was one book, and I got to the end, I was like, this is serious? And I threw (laughs) it to the side. I was like, I'm not reading a series. Uh, No thanks. (laughs) I don't know why I had that attitude, but I was like, there's more books? <laughs> no. 
Uh, but I, I'm sure I'll get back to it eventually. I, yeah, uh, these are great. I cannot remember the last time I read an, a fiction book. Yeah, I go back and forth. I have like these waves where I'll just read nonfiction and then mm. I'll just read fiction. Yeah. I'm in a fiction phase right now. Nice. Say something. I have to take a drink. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm in a nonfiction. I've been in a nonfiction phase for a very long time. I think it's just uh, me being old. I think. For sure. Uh, so the next recommendation is from T.E. T.E. recommends, uh, first of all, they have recommendations. Number one, I'm Sorry, TV show available on Netflix, (laughs) a sitcom created by and starring Andrea Savage, where she plays a comedy writer in L.A. married to Tom Everett Scott. The show focuses on her as a writer, mother, and wife. It has some daring comedy bits and copious cursing. Also, season one features Jason Manzukis as her writing partner, and Jason Manzukis can do no wrong. I have to. I, can I? Can, this is a slight pet peeve of mine. Yes. This sounds good. Uh, comedy writers have got to stop writing shows about being comedy writers. It's why fu- <laughs> it's fucking driving me crazy. Why? Name one reason they should stop. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, they have to stop doing it. Uh, two. The Black Coat's Daughter, movie, available on Netflix. A slow burn horror movie about loneliness and possibly the devil. <laughs> Stars Kiernan Chipka and Emma Roberts, directed by Osgood Perkins, who did I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Ooh, I'm going to check that out. That sounds interesting. These descriptions are great. They're I great. Feel like re- I feel like I'm reading like the TV guide. I got to say, great recommendations, guys. And finally, three, Lock and Key. This is a graphic novel created by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez. It's the story of a family who endures a horrific tragedy. When the patriarch is murdered, the rest of the family moves into the Key House, an ancestral manor built by the family's father. Once there, they find magic keys and ancient horrors. This is going to be a series on Netflix out this year, and while I have no idea if the show will be good, the graphic novel is amazing. Nice. Better than Sandman. Better than Watchmen. Wow. Whoa. That's a lot, T. Strong. That's strong. Watchmen is the greatest graphic novel of all time, (laughs) for example. strong. Very strong recommendation. Thank you so much. Great recommendations. Guys, we love getting recs from you. So if you never have a question and you're like, I don't know what to write into Allison, recommend something. You guys are so interesting and you're consuming interesting things. This is why I can't host a show like this because I would my first thought would be wow this is a very loose interpretation of questions <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> very we're, pl- we're playing fast and loose with uh with the game here now I always <laughs> say recommendations and questions <laughs> so yeah like I said Golden Globes who cares I guess the only thing I cared about was like Aquafina winning and Michelle Williams gave a very good acceptance speech Mm-hmm. That was basically at the Golden Globes. I mean, all award shows are a joke, but especially the Golden Globes yeah. are sort of like all the results are like, what? I will say this, though. People lost their minds when 1917 won Best Picture. Guys, go fucking see 1917. Yeah, it's nice on my list. Don't. It looks amazing. If you guys go see it again, or if you guys go see it, I'll go with you. Yeah. Unless it's date day. In which case, I'll sit in the row behind you, <laughs> and I will loudly make comments uh-huh. the entire yeah, time. Yeah, love it. Uh, so, and that's my guarantee to everyone, by the way. If you are ever going on a date day, I will go with you, and I will sit directly behind mm-hmm. you and make loud comments yeah. the whole time. If that enhances it for you. It sounds great. Or if it makes it significantly worse. I'll do it either for way. either right. reason. So... A lot of people were like real pissed off, but they had not seen it yet. I think that's the. Th- I think that's why everybody was shocked, is because at it the time of the Golden Globes, it wasn't even really in. It was like in select. They theater. released it, it in like L.A. and New York, classic. Yeah. Am I mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then they won, and people were like, "What the fuck is this movie?" Yeah. But like, go see it if you can. It yeah. is a staggering achievement. Yeah, and really. Good and moving. I don't know. Like it's a great fucking film. Yeah, I want to better see than it. the Irishman. Better than a lot of the movies that have been nominated for Best Picture. <laughs> um, yeah, that, not Parasite or Little Women. They're not better than those movies. <laughs> those movies are great. I think I'm probably. I, I think I'm starting a new, a, a new thing, where, because I, uh, I have Thursdays and Fridays off work, mm-hmm. and I'm on an overnight schedule. So even on my off days, I usually keep the same schedule. Mm-hmm. So uh, this past Thursday, I went and saw Uncut Gems. And you I w- liked it. I I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I li- I think <coughs> I'm in the minority. Most people love it. I went to the 11:15 p.m. showing at the Alamo Draft House mm-hmm. on a Thursday night. 
Mm-hmm. I can't recommend enough going to an eleven fifteen on a weeknight movie. <laughs> oh yeah, it was amazing. I so there good. was only one other couple. There was one other couple in the theater. Obsessed. Amazing. It was yeah. great. Um. So we're running a little over. So I won't get to a lot of my recommendations. I'll save them for mm. next week. But I also, guys, really have to recommend The Circle on Netflix. I am obsessed with this show. Everybody's talking about The Circle. It's one of those social strategy shows, sort of like Survivor, but for social media. So it's a bunch of people who are living in apartments and they're all competing online. So they never see each other face to face. And you create your own social media profile and you basically build alliances. So like you can be yourself or you can catfish. Is this real? It's real. It's a reality show. Oh, whoa. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's very Black Mirror. Oh. Um, but okay. it's really funny. It's super fun. Mm. It's so addictive. Um, and they've been releasing them. This is really smart, and I think this is like the future of Netflix. It is happening in real time, but they're releasing episodes in batches. Mm. So they release them four episodes at a time, and it's a three-week event. So next week is the finale. Nice. Um, but it, it gives you both. Like, you watch week to week, but you can binge. Right. Which I was like, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's great. But I am addicted. If you're wondering who my favorites are, which you are, it's Sammy and Chris, <laughs> obviously. Uh, between them, uh, I go back and forth, but I think Chris needs the money more, so I want mm. Chris to win. Yeah. But it's super interesting. It's super interesting to watch, like, because some of them are aware of how they're manipulating each other and other right. people are just being very genuine and like <laughs> reacting like human beings. Right. And like it's interesting to see like who's doing well and who's not. Very, nice. very interesting. That sounds cool. I highly recommend. Uh, do you have any Ricky Ricks? I just finished. I just watched all the Sopranos <laughs> in two weeks and uh, it's amazing. It's, a, 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 it's as good as everybody has ever said it is. And I told you. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. Uh, I will say, while Allison sneezes, binge watching it straight through in two weeks. I uh, it uh, I did the thing where I was because they're hour long episodes. There's six seasons. Okay. I it's I got to that point where at some point I was watching it and was like, "This is my real life." Yeah. (laughs) Like this show is my real life. You were so immersed in it. Yeah, yeah. Like that's uh, probably not great. Like when it ended, I was like, "I don't know what to do." Time to go to my therapist. (laughs) For I am in the mob. (laughs) Right. Uh, yeah. I have. I told you I've never seen The Sopranos. I mean, I I will say this. I, (laughs) I I find that surprising only because and I. This is a com- I want to say uh-huh. what I'm about to say is a compliment. I don't believe you. It is the highest compliment. Okay. You watch more TV than any person yeah, I know. Yeah, I watch a lot. <laughs> but that is somewhat of a new phenomenon. Yeah. Uh just because once I got into improv I was like, wow, there's so many references I don't yeah. know. Right. I should watch all of these. Yeah, sure. So I know what the fuck's going on. There's like, just so much good stuff. That's why out I watched all the Harry Potter, right. Potter movies cuz like my everybody fucking references Harry Potter and all the my hero team is hardcore <laughs> in Harry Potter, so there were a ton of Harry Potter references, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So I, I binge listened to all the books, I binge watched all the movies, and then once I started that, I was like, "Ooh, I wonder what the other like pop cu- culture holes are in my knowledge." Well, and too, it's like if you're trying to do comedy and or I'm TV right. yeah, or yeah. whatever, it's like you gotta watch the art form yes. that you're trying to. Like you, gotta you gotta study gotta, it. You gotta you be gotta, a student. You gotta yeah. participate in the art form you're trying to be a part exactly. of. Exactly. So I go to watch as many movies as I can. Yeah. Also, uh, AMC Stubbs list helped so much with that because oh. you can basically go see two movies a week and Such you're just a paying program. a monthly like twenty dollars a month. Yeah, uh, it's ridiculous. It's like so much free money yeah so uh, i'm like it can't last <laughs> i think now that i actually have time i'm probably gonna sign up for that you absolutely yeah. should it's it's like one of the best investments i've ever made mm-hmm. how's that for an endorsement yeah so i should probably watch sopranos but since you're all into james gandolfini have you seen the drop i have not seen the drop you should watch drop yeah he's amazing in it I, and tom hardy's in it the thing is like i w- i'd seen episodes of the sopranos in the past like kind of in passing mm-hmm. i was like oh, okay it's good whatever and then like now watching it i'm like oh it's like the show is incredible 
everyone in that show is amazing. Yeah, well, what people forgot about James Gandolfini is he was a like a trained stage actor. Yeah, like he did Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. So like he is incredible. He's yeah. like, but like he's like a big Italian dude. So people are like, yeah. oh wow, he's just like a savant. And it's uh-huh. like, no, 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 he like studied for decades. Right. Yeah, <laughs> like it's the, everybody in that show. Edie Falco uh, as Carmela is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Imperial, like everybody on that show is just incredible. Yeah. It's just like uh, I gotta watch it. That was no. I. I think it would be worth the watch. How'd yeah, you feel I, about that ending? I knew. So I knew about the ending. Obviously, everybody knows about everybody. the ending. Everybody knows about the ending. Legend. But I seeing watching it all the way straight through and then seeing the ending was like, oh yeah, I would have thrown an absolute fucking really? fit if I had seen it. I like when I heard about it, I was like, what a cool ballsy choice. I, at the time, though, this was like early two thousands. I guess there was there wasn't a lot of like, I think like experimentation with the form of tv well people thought their cable went exactly out. Yeah. yeah so i think it was like i think people just weren't ready people weren't primed to be like fucked with can by you imagine TV. how confusing that must have been for comcast I when know. they suddenly got hundreds of piss <laughs> <off>. and <laughs> they're like nothing's wrong with your service why are you mad yeah. at us um, uh did you did you it, think I mean, it's really good did you interpret the ending as he was shot and killed Man, I don't know. Because I, I think, like, okay, knowing nothing about the show, uh-huh. what I've heard of that ending, if he, if we are seeing everything sort of, like, from his perspective, mm-hmm. and suddenly everything stops, yeah. wouldn't you think he got shot? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the most likely explanation. Yeah. It's not, I will say, it's not as clear-cut as a lot of people make it out to be. Yeah. Um, but that seems like the way that the, the way that the plot line kind of moves all the way up to the ending. That seems like the most, yeah, they most likely got thing that happened. Yeah, I gotta watch. It's really, <sighs> really great. Add it to the list. All right, guys, <laughs> that's enough of recommendations. It's that time of the show. Let's all hold hands and cry. Here is your bad news. So, of course, we're going to talk a lot about maybe World War Three question mark, in the bad news section. Yeah. So, I talked about this a little bit last week when, when everything was first happening, and it was just chaos and yeah. madness. Mm-hmm. So, um, the U.S. has confirmed that uh, Iran... Uh, uh, launched a missile strike on Iraqi bases, housing U.S. troops. It seems like if if there is such a thing as a limited missile attack, uh-huh. this was it. Uh, no Americans were killed. No Iraqis were killed was yeah. the last update I saw. Yeah, I don't think anybody was even hurt. Uh, I... There, are there. Are, I have heard reports. I don't know how confirmed this is, but there have been reports that the... Uh, Iran basically announced the attacks beforehand so everybody was able to leave. Yeah. So my my thinking was in just like following like pundits on Al Jazeera and like, you know, basically anybody who actually knows what they're talking about and not yeah. like the CNN. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, was like Iran was forced to respond immediately mm-hmm. and they responded in like basically, if there is such a thing, the safest, most limited way that right. they could. Right. However, other experts on Iran and like how Iran tends to retaliate about these types of things. Mm-hmm. And again, assassinating essentially the vice president, mm-hmm. <laughs> someone of that caliber, you know, um, that oftentimes they they wait, you know, right. and there might be an attack in like six years that ends up being a retaliation for this. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'd that also for optics, they had to respond right, immediately and they chose to respond like that. I'd be very shocked if if, if that was the last of their retaliation. I, it almost certainly it. will not be. Yeah. Uh, there was also this this incident with a Ukrainian jet being <laughs> shot down. Um, ended up killing a lot of Canadians, actually. Like 50-something Canadians. Yeah. yeah, and then Iran is at least alleging that or claiming that it was an accident. Um, apparently, uh, they, were, they interviewed the the guy who launched the attack, and he, yeah. he was like, I wish I was dead. Like, yeah, he, I saw that. He feels report. like, at least it seems like he feels horrible. Yeah. Um, so... You know, who the hell knows? <laughs> who the hell knows? You can't believe fucking anything. <laughs> you can't believe fucking anybody. Yeah. But they're they're claiming it was an accident. I mean, that seems to be everybody's reporting. And yeah. like that seems to be what's coming out is that it was an accident. Yeah. I think if it was not, it seems like, I don't know. I feel like if it was an intentional, they'd probably just say it was intentional. 
and be like, yeah, that's what you guys fucking get. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's uh, it seems like it, it was unintentional. It, it was a heightened. They're at a heightened. Everybody alert was state. a everybody's little on, tense. Everybody's a little uh, on edge. Again, we had just murdered <laughs> essentially the vice president uh-huh. of Iran, and uh, everybody was a little tense. And he everybody was on his way to negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe everybody toning it, the rhetoric down right, a little bit. Right. He was on his way to yeah. do that, and they fucking killed him. Everybody's a little, uh, a little, worked up, worked up, and they shot down a Ukrainian jet. Okay, it happened. Everybody's a little anxious. Um, yeah, it's not good. Not good. It's why we're in the bad news section. It is in fact bad. Yeah. So I also wanted to talk about this briefing Trump held. Uh, after. He uh, oh issued the order oh. to murder mm-hmm. Salmani. Um, and apparently he like called in a bunch of lawmakers and the briefing was such a disaster that they basically immediately marched out and especially Mike Lee, Senator Mike yeah, Lee. Even, who, Repu- even Republicans are like, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, who is a Republican, like held a breath a press conference in which he was sort of like, that was the worst briefing mm-hmm. I've ever been in. It was insulting. We were mm. not allowed to ask any questions. Yeah. They basically just spouted a bunch of propaganda and would not answer our questions about like, how was uh, Iran an imminent threat? Show us your intelligence report. Mm-hmm. Why you commanded that Soleimani be assassinated and like they would not provide any information. Mm-hmm. So they were fucking pissed right. when they came out and of course, Trump was like, it was the most successful briefing ever, blah, blah, blah. But it was very interesting to see even Republicans like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> Supposedly, in that meeting, the, the representatives for the White House told lawmakers that if they debated, mm-hmm. uh, if they debated the Iran situation in public, it would embolden Iran. And so they, they were not to debate the situation. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Isn't that so convenient yeah. how that works out? Did you see the uh, the the not that briefing, but like the the what, what the like Rose Garden like press conference that Trump had afterwards? No. After, the, after they he came out and it, uh, basically after it was either, it was the day after the missile strikes because he came out and was like nothing happened, they didn't kill anybody, we killed you know, uh, but he was like he looks like he's on fucking heroin or something. Oh, I saw like, people like. Hashtag Adderall sniffles. And yeah, stuff. he's like sniffing. He's like slurring his words. Yeah, like listen, he's on a lot of pills. All right, yeah. you you try being on that many pills and giving a fucking speech <laughs> before you judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So he also refuses to wear glasses. So it's really hard for him. To s- he's basically blind and so full of pills. Yeah. And then it's like go out there and talk about Iran. Yeah, yeah. He's a hero. That he's upright. To be fair, you know what? So is JFK. So I guess we can't really uh, talk shit. That's true. (laughs) So obviously the press has been bothering the Trump administration a lot about what this so-called justification was for assassinating the second most powerful man in Iran. Mm -hmm. And the Trump administration was like, um, for like a while. And then finally, uh, Trump told Fox News that Iranian militants had planned attacks mm-hmm. on four U.S. embassies hours after Pompeo had said that the U.S. didn't know when or where there would be attacks. Right. So even in their final answer, there was um, conflicting information. Yeah, I don't know if it's public or not. I mean, supposedly they're, according to some people, Soleimani was orchestrated the attack on the Baghdad embassy. Right. I don't know if that's public or verified. Mm. That seems to be what is the official line of the White House, right. though, is that he was res- he organized that. Right. And so that's why they drone striked him. Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then he was like, and then like, oh, well, he was planning more, planning more, you know, attacks. Like, was he? And now we're safe was forever. He? Yeah. Now we're safe forever because we killed him and there will be no ramifications for it. So you're welcome. Let's all take our celebratory Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was would be the only thing I would support Trump. If he was like <laughs> mandatory Adderall for everyone. Adderall like, is the only word. drug I've ever, I've never done it. It's the only drug I've ever been tempted by. I've never done it. 
But I always felt like maybe it would benefit me. It's the only. I'm a little all over the place <laughs> sometimes, and I feel like it would help me. Yeah, focus. I, my job, like my job, is very like hyper, and it's overnight, so I'm sleepy sometimes. And I was like, sure, if I could just focus and be energized for mm. seven hours, this would be insane. Yeah. Uh, anything else about Iran or World War Three before we move on? Doesn't it kind of seem like that one day was nuts? Where everyone was like, oh, we are going to have World War Three," And now it's like kind of toned down a little bit. Yeah. I and I don't know if that's just like the news cycle is so fast. Like we've all fucking moved on. Well, there's just so much shit that happened that was just sort of like passed by. Like they had 50 people died at Soleimani's funeral. Yeah. In a stampede. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and there's just so much going on. Foreign affairs is like such a weird topic because I, I feel like. It just, I don't know, you only see little snippets of it and you don't really get the full picture. Yeah, I also don't think Americans understand how, like, Iran will wait Mm -hmm. and wait and wait and then something will happen. And we're used to things moving very fast. So it's like, well, nothing really bad happens, so I guess that's fine. Right, It's like, no, 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 they're not going to forget. I also (laughs) think it's funny that the justification is sort of like, well... We had to take out one of their leaders because they're crazy and liable to do anything. And our it's leaders like, are perfectly sane. Well, yeah, that and also like, well, we had to take out one of their leaders because they're crazy and might do anything. He's like, don't you think murdering one of their leaders might set them off? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think a little bit? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> because they're if if your justification is that they're crazy and might mm-hmm. do anything, murder might set them off a little bit. Yeah, and remember that like treaty we negotiated really hard to get where we, they were like, okay, we won't build a nuclear weapon. <laughs> Well, they're probably not going to listen yeah, to us like ever why, again. Why the fuck wouldn't they now? Yeah. Why the, Why would they abide by any sort of... You like fucking idiots. Um, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. It's, it's hard commenting. It's hard to like see a situation like this like in real time as it happens because you just don't know what's going on yeah. until it happens. You, you don't know? know how people are going to respond. Yeah. Um, but you know they will respond. Right. Like, will they uh, attack embassies? Will there be atta- an attack in the United States? It's like, who knows? Yeah, I don't see any reason why. I mean, it's that is the thing. It's sort of like, you know, uh, like people, people. that's why I think, you know, people see sort of like things like events like 9-11 and stuff as like these sort of like random events. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, they were planning it for years. And it's not a justification right. for what they did. I'm just saying like they, these groups that feel infringed upon by the united states they plan things for years right. and it might not seem like there's a lot of logistics involved but right. there there are yeah and yeah, so you got to get all that saudi money yeah so it's <laughs> not, it's not, it's not going to be just like yeah the missile strikes were kind of like wanton and sort of like a big show of force it wasn't a big show of force but they had to show something like, they had oh, to do something we're doing like, something yeah but it's like but there's no telling what groups in an area are going to start plotting or how long it will take mm. and we have to, we just have no idea right uh also in bad news i wanted to talk about uh the bafta awards speaking of dumb award shows so the baftas have uh, committed to reviewing their voting process after there was outrage over the all-white 2020 acting nominees wow uh, which is bananas, considering Lupita Nyong'o was in Us. Um, <laughs> the fact that she did not get nominated right. is wild. So, yeah, it's sort of one of those interesting things where, like, so is there going to be an internal review by the racists about racism, is what you're saying? Yeah. I don't know if anything will come of that, but... I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were like, did you know Denzel Washington's never been nominated for a BAFTA? What? Isn't that crazy? Ever? Ever. And it's like, he exists. Has he won acting awards? Denzel? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's but not BAFTAs. But not BAFTA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's one of those things that you can like- He's won an Oscar. <laughs> I was going to say, like, yeah, like, how do you win an Oscar, <laughs> not a BAFTA? Like, yeah, well, that, that was their example that they used where they were like, this is the highest level of actor we have, and he happens to be black, and the BAFTAs have ignored him. Well, that's the, that's the see, that's <laughs> one of the things that we're like, you know, it, it, issues like this can be tough where it's like, you, you know, when you see something like this where it's like, oh, they have all white nominees, mm-hmm. you know, y- your ears perk up. You're like, that seems weird. 
But it, then you it can, seems impossible. <laughs> but then you can. But then the easy part is that you can very easily, like obviously, every group has their own nominating process, so every list isn't going to be exactly the same. But typically, most award shows have very similar acting nominees. Yes. And so you can kind of compare the list and be like, why Did are we, these different? Yeah. Why are they? Well, that and that goes back to award shows are dumb. Yeah. Where it's like you're not actually finding who. Very rarely are you finding like the best movies, the yeah, best of actors. Course. It's like. Who, there's a, a rumor that Taron Egerton invited uh, the Golden Globe members to a party, his birthday party, where Elton John played the piano, which is technically not a gift. You're not allowed uh-huh. to give members a gift, right, right. but you can invite them to a party where <laughs> Elton John is playing. So maybe resulted in him winning a Golden Globe? <laughs> Who knows? He's a very talented actor, but like, there's that element, that political element where like, there's a political you rub element. elbows, you meet the right people, you can win awards. But, but it's like, yeah, if, if you... Statistically, it is impossible that the BAFTAs have recognized the quote-unquote best actors all of these years and there just happens to be so few people of color right and and yeah that and just like yeah it's like when you see someone it's like okay uh, not uh, you know like i said i i don't i don't believe that there's like quote-unquote one best actor and that you know one person should win every award but it's like yeah when you have somebody like denzel who wins an oscar but doesn't win a bafta that same year it's like you got to ask yourself what the hell is going on Yes. Um, um, there's a great article mm-hmm. back to your point yeah. about like the pl- the politics of award shows. <clears throat> Admittedly, it involves a very bad man. There's a great article about how Harvey Weinstein mm-hmm. basically politicked his way into Shakespeare and in Love getting the Oscar for oh, Best Picture. Oh, that, that's one of the all-time greatest examples of how you can rig an award show. There's an I don't because that movie's fine. It's okay. Judy it's Dench won Best Supporting Actress, and she's in the movie five minutes. Yeah, and she was so embarrassed when she won. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a great. But yeah, he bought it. I forget where it's posted but if you just search for it you'll be able to find it but there's a great article that does a deep dive into the whole history of how it happened and that whole thing is such a fucking mess too because that's when he like propositioned gwyneth paltrow and she told brad pitt and brad pitt like cornered him in a lot like there was so much fucking drama i just looked up the other day like i forget like what movies were nominated alongside shakespeare and love but it's fucking embarrassing that it won best picture it's it's actually (laughs) embarrassing like it was it's a fine lovely film like Uh it's it's fine but there are certain movies that you feel this like heat generating behind it and yeah. you know it is artificial like the king's right. speech mm-hmm. it's like they're buying this <laughs> like this is a f- this is a fine good film mm-hmm. and colin firth is giving a good performance right. but is it the best <laughs> film of the but year come on, come on. Yeah. no it's yeah. like made for the academy and you bought it yeah Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. And then occasionally a film like Parasite breaks through and it's like, no, this film fucking deserves that. Right. It deserves yeah. to be there. Mm-hmm. I maintain 1917, Little Women, although the women will get shut out again. Uh, mm-hmm. Women directors. Fuck everything. <laughs> okay. Do we have enough time to do this? Uh, Why not? Yeah, sure. We make our own rules. We make our own rules. Let's talk about Mike Bloomberg <laughs> spending $200 million on the fucking <laughs> primary uh. And isn't on track to score a single delegate. Did you see the chart that came out of the monthly spending numbers recently? No. Uh, they were they did there's did some chart. I don't know if it was total or just like in Iowa or some or like it was some chart about like ad spending, uh-huh. television ad spending. It was like Michael Bloomberg, one hundred and fifty million. Tom Steyer, one hundred million. Third. Bernie Sanders, eleven million. <laughs> <laughs> Big like, drop off. These fucking billionaires are just yeah. throwing. I mean, just he has this new commercial where he's like, basically, I'm going to save democracy and defeat <laughs> Trump. And it's like, if you really want to save democracy, drop out <laughs> immediately. Yeah, drop out immediately. What are you doing? A friend of mine got. Uh, they attempted to recruit him to do social media for <laughs> the Bloomberg campaign. And he was like humoring them because he wanted to know more about what was going on. Yeah. And he was just like, it seems like the most disorganized, chaotic, every man for himself. I'm sure it is. Everybody's just trying to get paid and get out. Yeah, because it's just, it's just a fucking they have a huge billionaire budget. just throwing You will money. make so much money working for the campaign, oh, yeah. but like no coherent vision. They're just like, sure. I guess we say like healthcare for everyone uh-huh. i guess <laughs> like yeah the opposite of why people go to volunteer for like bernie sanders or elizabeth yeah, Warren. it's also like 
he's they're doing all these ads and all this like media push, but like Bloomberg's not out there like doing anything. No, he so doesn't, he's, and he doesn't have to. He literally just like announced he was running for president through two hundred billion, like through two hundred million dollars at it. And he's probably just like sitting in his penthouse in Manhattan, just like how's it going? He's just like a shining example of why we need to raise taxes on the wealthy. He's a shining example of why we need to seize their assets yeah. and guillotine them. Let's go get them. Um, Let's stop the episode and go get them. It's just like, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, guys, that's enough of the bad news. Let's end things on Michael Bloomberg for fuck's sake. Here is your good news. <laughs> All right, you want to know what? Fuck it. I'm putting Harry and Meghan <laughs> leaving the royal family into the good news section. We did Here's it. why. We Guys, did it, everybody. We ruined the royal family. 200 years. 200 years we later. We finally fucking did it. We won the Revolutionary we took War. Them down. <laughs> it's been the Revolutionary War never officially ended until this moment. We fucking did we it. We ruined the royal family. <laughs> we wooed them with all of our nice American things when they came over. Megan was like, I miss my home country. And we were like, Yeah, you do, Megan. Come home. And she's like, Okay. All right. Although they're in Canada right now, yeah. but they'll come back. They'll come. They'll come back to us. <laughs> uh, so I'm putting this in the good news section because I believe all the royal family should take a note from them and also get a fucking job <laughs> and stop taking taxpayer money. I want to see the queen working. Well. I know she should be retired by now, but she never worked, so she didn't earn it. No. So get to work. You know how drive like, a bus. You know how you go into like a McDonald's sometimes and you see like a like an 88 year old woman working there. Yeah. That should be the queen. Do it. I like her she driving. Gets, how about Hold the on, old can lady? Can we please back up to me telling her to drive a bus? Yeah, because drive a bus. I, but I want her to wear the crown, and to drive the bus. I would. I appreciate the sentiment. I will say, I would not get on that bus. No, but others would. <laughs> others would. They'd want to get driven around by the queen. Um. So Penny's on my lap. Do you want to say anything? No. You know what's a great movie? Just real off the off topic. Real offhand. Real quick. Uh, King Ralph. <laughs> Starring John Goodman. Yeah, I feel like I saw it when I was a kid and I don't remember anything about it. Uh, it's just about like a fucking like working class dude that yes. finds out he's royalty and sure. becomes a king. Classic. It's fucking hilarious. Classic 80s, 90s premise? Yeah, I think it's like 80. Yeah, it's somewhere around there. So, yeah, I'm putting this in the good news section. Apparently, the royal family uh, was very upset, very blindsided by this. And although I will say like they're negotiating like terms of how they're going to do it. He will still be a royal yeah. and have to do certain things. Right, right, right. But I think their main thing was, uh, hey, the press is being fucking racist towards Megan. Mm -hmm. They are hounding us and destroying our lives. We out. Like, how could you watch them do the exact same thing to your mother and then murder her? Right. And then not be like, oh, I got to get the fuck out of here. Because <laughs> you're going to do the same thing to my wife. How good do you have to feel if you're Meghan Markle and you're like, I am... Uh, just uh, overall such an amazing person mm. to be around yeah. that he will give up <laughs> oh yeah a royal life <laughs> yeah to well be here's with the me. thing they will always be wealthy yes, they will always be, be super rich so yeah. like truly what were they getting out of being royals other than being hounded by paparazzi and having to do events that probably sucked yeah and now they can do whatever the fuck they want the cool castle they don't have to do all the dumb protocol shit like remember when she closed the door to the car and everyone lost their minds <laughs> they're like you're not allowed to do that you have to let somebody else close the car it's like who the fuck cares she's american yeah she's not part of your weird family this is the one this is the one thing i think i'm pretty like pretty nationalist about like you know what america's great <laughs> all your other countries are terrible oh because we don't have a royal family yeah because we no, we just have like two political parties who keep trading the credit I, mean, I mostly meant like the weird the weird customs of like oh they keep, yeah the weird protocols is like no we're not i always it. thought it was weird they call the queen ma'am yeah it's, the whole system is weird yeah it's, it's weird to have a person who takes god knows how much of the country's budget for diamonds and whatever. It's certainly not as much as it used to be, but it's still too much. Too damn much. For, for like jewels and yeah. a castle. Yeah. And 
is not a political leader and has no effect. But weirdly on- meets with prime ministers all the time <laughs> and like has their ear, but is not allowed to make well like she has influence but she has no vote you know it's very weird watch the crown i don't understand anything (laughs) i don't understand any of her customs i don't understand how this works um but yeah i anytime you can chip away at monarchy i'm like yeah is harry cool harry i think he's going back and forth i I will maintain this so the thing that everybody remembers that they hated him for, but I think was actually a big fuck you to his family, was when he dressed up as a Nazi. The Nazi That was costume. making fun of the whole like Nazi history of the royal family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was him sort of acting out against his family like, y- you have Nazis in our family. <laughs> like, talk about it. Right. I think it was him sort of acting out in like a very juvenile he way. He seemed like a very, like, he's kind of seemed off of it since he was like a little kid. Of, like, so I don't want to be a part of this. So all of these like rumors that he's not actually Prince Charles' son and that Ooh, Diana had an affair. He looks exactly like this other dude that Diana was very close with, mm-hmm. who's also a redhead. Right. Um, so there's rumors that he's not actually Charles' son. He's hun- 100th in line for the throne. Right. Like he was never going to have any. Yeah, he was always going to be like a kind yeah, of middling. A peripheral royalty. character. He's, um, always- he's also furious at William right now because there's a big rumor, unconfirmed rumor, rumor, rumor. William's having an affair uh, with a close friend of Kate's mm. and Harry found out about it and they had a huge Ooh. because um, that happened with Charles and Diana. Right. So I think Harry's just like, I'm seeing the same thing happening right, right. right now and I need to get out of this yeah. fucking family. He's always seemed like since I've since I've been aware of the royal family and since he was like a younger kid, he's mm-hmm. always kind of seemed like off of it. Yeah. Kind of aloof, kind of like His I don't own thing. I don't care. Join he like joined the army, the army. And like when fought. It was like I'm gonna be like a regular person. Yeah, I think he wants. I do think that's true. I think he wants to have a regular element to his life yeah. where people leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's part of this. But I love right. the idea that they just like sent a letter to the Windsor Castle and they were like, "We out." <laughs> and the queen like, was like, "What? Um, What's yeah, happening?" No. They held like an emergency meeting. They got him on the phone with like the queen charles <laughs> william like a conference call and they were oh like what the fuck's happening love it in the good news section also in the good news section ruth bader ginsburg says she's cancer free nice um that's great she's experienced Dope. months of health problems rbg uh scared the shit out of everybody um she uh, had uh reportedly uh, lung cancer followed by a cancerous tumor on her pancreas. Yeah. It was everywhere and we were like, oh boy. <sighs> so at least right now she's saying she's cancer free. But yet again, it reminds me that we are at the mercy of a bunch mm-hmm. of octogenarian yeah. judges appointed for life and now just praying that like the one kind of liberal one doesn't die. Right. Because, um, you know, RBG doesn't have a perfect voting record. You've got to imagine if Trump loses... There is already a resignation letter written, postdated for the day after the inauguration. Oh, for RBG? Yeah. I don't think she'll ever. You don't think so? No, you think, think she'll, she'll die? I think she'll die. It seems, I don't know. Interesting. I wouldn't be surprised if she resigned, but I think she will stay until she dies. Because <laughs> she just Til seems she like dies. that kind of person. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to see it through. She seems like the kind of. Uh, she seems like the kind of person that will die on the bench. Yes. <laughs> in the middle of a case. 100%. You will have to drag and they me will out ha- of here. And they'll have a really hard time moving her body, <laughs> and no one will really understand why. How is she? Is she holding on to the chair? What I don't is know. happening? Why is she She so weighted heavy? down? <laughs> yeah. You will have to literally drag me out of here. <laughs> or just burn the building <laughs> around her. Let's just start over. It's easier. Uh, so also in good news, um, there's someone very special that I want to shout out. Uh, he's sort of a vigilante. He's really given the NYPD a hard time. <laughs> um, they don't really know where he is right now. He is a, um, a creature of mystery. That is, of course, the subway raccoon. Oh, I think I heard about the. I think I might have heard about this at my job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, according to Jezebel, he is our new winter crush. Yes. He There is uh, some footage of him sort of peering out of a subway tunnel. <laughs> they tried to lure him with food traps. He just ate the food and got out of the traps. Uh, he is wily. <laughs> he is smarter than the NYPD. He's the hero we've been waiting for. His name is... Uh, 
Chepe or Hepe, however you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, he's a hero. I mean, truly the hero we deserve. We've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. I like to think this is a protest over rent, rent <laughs> control, or uh, not rent control, uh, rent skyrocketing in yeah. the city, a demand for rent control. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to live in the subway tunnels, give you some trouble. Uh, but yeah. Have you seen Subway Raccoon, Chepe? I have not. I mean, I've seen like, you know. Footage. Uh, footage. Not seen him live, sure. unfortunately. Sure. Yet. I would love to. I would be honored to see Subway, to see Chepe. Uh, he, what a treat. He's basically like a bad boy pizza rat. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's our bad boy pizza yeah. rat. So I'm putting him in the good news section. Yeah. It's funny. It's funny knowing the guy that filmed pizza rat. Because I thought he was lying That's for right. the longest time. UCB guy. I thought he was lying for the longest time. And he no, was like, he no, was that like, was really me. I was like, Did you ever see backstage there was all the graffiti that like mm-hmm. yeah. of his? Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah. That's uh yeah. It's what yeah, Peace Rat is uh, a legend. A legend that will never die. Never die. Uh is there anything you're looking forward to, Eric? Um anything anything? I'm anything. Um well, uh, I'm I'm going to a Magic the Gathering tournament in two weeks. Whoa! Just watch. No, I'm gonna go play. It's a, it's a, it's across the river in Jersey nice. at the Meadowlands yeah. Exposition, Exposition Center. Hell yeah! So I figured now that I have uh, money and time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's amazing what that will do for your life. Yeah, having money and time. I'm gonna go do that. I haven't I haven't like done like an event, an activity in a while. Mm-hmm. So I've been working a lot, so it'll be a nice like weekend off. Mm-hmm. Um it's really all I've planned. Um so for the time being. Nice. Um I don't really yeah. I haven't I haven't made any like any big plans or anything. Uh, a bunch of people I know are trying to go to Mardi Gras and I'm like, I might go. Yeah. I've never gone. It seems awful. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be. But if I go with a big group of people, I think yeah. it might be fun. But yeah, I do. I will. I do love New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I've never been. I've been to Baton Rouge, it's but not New Orleans. An unbelievable city. Yeah, I really want to go. New Orleans is great because it's like the last. I mean, I can't say it's the last, but it's it's the the last. It's the one place I've been that is like still feels like its own city. Yeah, which is like increasingly rare in the United yeah. States. Like more and more it, as you travel, it's like the same shit everywhere. Everything looks exactly the same. It looks the exact same. same, same stores everywhere and you're like this is depressing. Yeah. Uh Memphis is a little bit like that. Memphis yeah. is a very cool city. New Orleans is like fuck everyone, Austin, keeping all of our culture. Austin there's still spots that are like this is cool. Yeah. Well, New that Orleans. was that whole campaign, keep Boston weird. <laughs> right, yeah. right. But yeah, New Orleans is very much like, no, fuck everyone. We're keeping We're our changing. culture. Yeah. We're keeping our own culture. This is how we do it. Good and for it's you like, guys. It's very beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I love it down there. It's great. But the issue is there's a couple weddings coming up that mm. I'm going to have to go to. Yeah. Not that, that sounds like I don't want to go. That I want to go to. <laughs> but they're like uh, destination-ish. Um, so I should probably save money for that Yikes. too. So we'll see. Who knows? Yikes. Um, one's like relatively close. Yeah. Uh, like Rhode Island. Yeah, I think Faith and I are gonna get married in the city. Thank you. And like, just like a not, just like a courthouse, like you know. Yeah. Not like a ceremony, just like a get married and then have go eat dinner or something. Great. That will probably. I think we decided we're gonna like, like, go somewhere instead Mm -hmm. of making people come to us. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. No, we'll figure it out. But yeah, it's. I don't. I just always yeah. the, The whole thought of being like. Hey, we're getting married. Now you have to spend thousands of dollars to come see us. Especially like, when it's like, good news, we're getting married in India. <laughs> and like, neither of us is Indian. <laughs> it's like, what's happening? Yeah. Uh, guys, see you in Hawaii. Will you? <laughs> yeah. Are you paying? Yeah. It's like, Jesus we're Christ. We're getting married. Now you spend money. And like, then they why? want a gift on top right. of it. It's like, my gift is I'm here. <laughs> Do you know how much the plane ticket yeah. was? Jesus Christ. And the dress, the, like, the, all the just the clothes, the gift, all that stuff. Guys, so, weddings are a scam. I'm so happy for everyone getting married. May their marriages be blessed. <laughs> I love them so much. Weddings are a scam. Yeah. 
awful. Oh, God. Would you like to start your holy union with $20,000 of debt? <laughs> Get married. Yeah. Oh, God. Guys, please follow Eric on Twitter at E-R-E-K underscore Smith. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Kilkenny. If you like the show, if you want to support it, go to lighttreason.news, smash that donate button. If you were like, hey, I have some recommendations. I have some questions. Go to my Patreon, patreon.com slash Allison Kilkenny. If you sign up at the $5 a month level or higher, you get to send those sweet, sweet questions and recommendations. Penny, do you have anything to say? Hell yeah, nothing. She's, She's so mad. comfy. She's comfy, but also mad at me. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you had any thoughts about today's episode, hashtag light treason pod. We always love hearing from you, particularly because we black out while recording and we don't know what we fucking said and you remind us and it's sometimes, very helpful. Sometimes I get home and I forget I even did it. Yeah. I forget like I saw Eric, that he was even here, <laughs> that he's a person, uh-huh. uh, until I have to text him again and I'm yeah. like, Hey, are, are we, did we do it last time? And also <laughs> should we record another right. episode? All that good stuff. Uh, I love you all. Have a great weekend. And while you're at it, get out there and cause a little trouble. <laughs> <laughs>